Welcome back in listeners to a wonderful episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are joined by a very special guest today. We have the star of the show, Walking with Bubbles, Jessica Hendy speaking with us today. Her show is playing now through June 18th on a Friday through Sunday schedule at the AMT Theater here in New York. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting walkingwithbubbles.com. Jessica, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is incredible. Your show is incredible. We've been hearing a lot of buzz about it, as I mentioned before we started. It's been popping up on my social media. I've been hearing from word of mouth from our guests. There's a lot of buzz here in New York about this. And you've been nominated for a Drama Desk Award. So you're getting high praise all around for this amazing show, Walking with Bubbles. Could you start off by telling us a little bit about this show? Yes, I'd be happy to. Well, Walking with Bubbles is about a time in my life. It's autobiographical. It's about a time in my life that was very difficult and challenging that myself and my son went through with his father. Bubbles is my pet name for my son, Beckett. So that's where the title of the show comes comes from. And it deals with a lot of timely and heavy topics, mental illness, untreated mental illness, divorce, single parenting, trauma, and finding the light after you go through an explosion of your life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but there, it's also very funny, just like life. <laughs> you know, when you're telling someone a very serious thing, you always like, life happens. Life is like kooky and weird. And there's a lot of laughter in the show as well as a lot of hope. So it's not, it's not a, a difficult dirge that you have to sit through. How did you come up with the idea to put this story into a play? Great question. Well, I started by writing a memoir of my life and I had 273 pages of a manuscript and I couldn't get a literary agent. I couldn't get anything going on. So I thought, because I am an actress and a singer, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do a cabaret at 54 Below. And I'm going to do all songs that inspired the writing of my book. And then I'll just pepper in little like snippets of from my book in between the songs. Well, once I sat down and started figuring out what this cabaret would be, it just hit me like a light bulb going off of my head that this is not a cabaret, that this is a, this is a play. This, I have 273 pages of material to mine from. So I thought, okay, how do I make this a theatrical arc and turn this memoir into a story that is worthy of live theater? And so that's how it came about. That's a fascinating story there. <laughs> Thanks. Now, this is the world premiere of Walking with Bubbles, right? Yes. It, yes. Because um, I've done, I, when it was in play form, I did a festival at the Irondale Theater in Brooklyn. And we just, I just had two songs that were public domain, just as, just to sort of break up the text. But then I partnered with the 
brilliant Brianna Katari Barnes, and she wrote the score and the lyrics, and we turned it into a musical. And we have a one act, a hundred minute musical. Um, and so this is the world premiere. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. So what has it been like developing this show and putting it up on its feet? It's been, it's been everything. You know, I've spent many years in my show business career being the actor on one side of the table. I'm given the material, I learn the material, I sing it, I act it, the creators make changes, the director directs me, and then I leave. So now, being a creator, I've had to learn how to edit and find the best way to tell the story, even if I have fallen in love with a moment or a scene, if it doesn't serve the whole theatrical arc, I've had to learn how to say thank you and goodbye. <laughs> and that's been that's been wild to have to kill my darlings. I'm a first time playwright, so I've had to come up to speed quickly because I wanted to get the show up. And so we've gone through several readings. We've done some developmental festivals and we really, as a team, Brianna and I, really our, our goal has always been, let's tell the best story. Let's keep our egos out of this. And as long as we can do that, we can tell the best story. And that means working together as a team and not separately and, you know, planting our flags in the ground. Well, I want this line. Well, I want this song. Well, I want this scene. We're like, okay, how does this work the best for the show? How do we make this show the best so that the viewer can have a fully realized experience? So it's been hard, but it's been the most rewarding thing I've ever, ever done. I love that. <laughs> With it being such a personal story, mm -hmm. what is the message or thought you're hoping the audience will take away? Well, the show deals with homelessness and untreated mental illness. And I think there is a bigger conversation that needs to happen in our country about mental health awareness. Because I have gone through it in my family, I know for a fact that there is an unfair stigma of shame attached to mental illness, and it should not be. And my, my mission statement for doing this show is to bring something into the light that we've all held in the shadows for far too long. My story may not be the same as the viewer's story, but I do believe that there is a thread of commonality that they can find in my story. They can see my themselves in me. They can see my themselves in bubbles. They can see themselves in Adam, who is my ex-husband and Beckett's father. And everyone has their own struggle they go through. And you can see you can see it in the show. And my hope is that through seeing the show, it will spark a realization that they're not alone, that you don't have to go through these hard times and challenging times and dangerous times alone, that 
we're all going through something similar. And if we start talking about it more, then it's not so overwhelming and so paralyzing that you can't go through your life and talk about it, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we've had people, I've had people in the lobby come up to me and say, this is my second time here. I brought my mom because she needs to see this. Or I've had people in the lobby come up to me and say, you're telling my story. I mean, it's not the same story, but I've gone through something similar like this. And and I didn't know I needed to see this, but I'm seeing it. And that is just so affirming to me that like, that this kind of impactful story that that goes through just hell, but finds the light and hope is, um, it's just affirming to me that it needs to be told. Yes, 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 yes. So my final question for this first part is, who do you hope have access to Walking With Bubbles? Oh, great question. Who do I hope have access? Everyone. We're starting small. We aren't overreaching with our show. We are a little show in a little off-Broadway house. And we are relying on word of mouth to, to kind of spread the word of our show. But I firmly believe that this is a show for everyone, children and adults, single parents and parents that co-parent together. It's a show about families. It's a show about overcoming obstacles. It's a show about following your dreams and seeing them realized no matter what. And it's a show about growing up. And I think it really truly speaks speaks to everyone globally. If you haven't figured it out yet, our guest is incredibly fascinating. And on this next part, we're going to get a chance to pick her brain a little bit more, get a little bit more insight into what's behind the curtain there. And I want to start, Jessica, by asking you, what inspires you? What shows and playwrights and composers inspire you or are even some of your favorites? Okay, great question. When I was beginning to write Walking with Bubbles, there were two plays that inspired me immensely. And they were Heidi Schreck's What the Constitution Means to Me. That that actually that role is a dream role of mine, if I were to be honest. I cannot wait to play that part in a show, in, in a production. She her writing is fantastic and her storytelling is so inspiring and just as a woman to see her do that I thought well I can do it too the other play that really inspired me during the process of writing Walking with Bubbles was a little Broadway show called Every Brilliant Thing do you happen to know it it sounds really really familiar you can watch it. I think you can watch it on Amazon Prime and or HBO. It's a play by Duncan McMillan, I think. Mac- Macmillan, um, I, Duncan something, McMillan. And it's a it's a one-man show. I'm sure a woman could play the, the character as well. 
And it's about his mother's traumatic mental illness and how ever since he was a little boy, he would make a list of things for his mother to be happy about. Ice cream, dropping a banana pill and wishing someone would slip on it. I mean, there's like, there's like millions, millions of things. And it's about how he dealt with his own mother's mental illness growing up and how as a man now, a fully grown human, he struggles with it in mental illness himself. And for me to see someone be so vulnerable about that showed me that you can do that and still make it a theatrical entertaining experience, but also have an impact on the viewer. And so seeing that play, I just was very inspired to continue going. And then the one musical that was very inspiring to me and actually helped me in my own journey and in my own healing was Next to Normal. It's probably my favorite musical because it is such an acting piece and it is, I mean, it's a Pulitzer Prize winner winner as well, but I was lucky enough to be in that show. I did the regional premiere of it. I auditioned for it on Broadway a couple of times and I almost got it, but I didn't. It's okay. I'm not bitter, <laughs> but that truly that show, that show really had an impact on me again, showing me that if you talk about real things and things that are scary, it still can be told in a theatrical way, a way that is entertaining, but also impacts the viewer. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is an incredible list. I loved all of it. (laughs) Going along with that, I know that you've been busy with walking with bubbles, but have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is Parade. Oh, yes. I saw Parade Friday night, and I actually saw the original production when it was at Lincoln Center. Was it 20 years ago? I think it maybe, maybe 25. I'm not, I can't remember. And it was great then, but I feel like the temperature of the world right now is ready to receive that story in a way that it just wasn't received when it came out. I think that the way it was directed is perfect. Can I say perfect? It it was all about the story and not all not about the bells and whistles of what you can do on a Broadway stage. The Michael Arden, the director, just set the space and said to his actors, tell the story, tell the story. And I the voice, I mean the voices, come on. The voices are uh, absolutely unreal but um, I was really inspired and also I have to say I was really surprised at how much the audience was into the show it made me so happy that it wasn't just a an you know a couple thousand people just being in a Broadway show to say they were in a Broadway show at a Broadway show you know what I mean they were invested and they were with the actors and it it was fantastic yes yeah what is your favorite part about working in the theater i think one of my gifts that i was just born with is i know how to connect with an audience 
I know how to tell a story. I mean, I've always said before a show, tell the story, hashtag tell the story. Because as an actor, that's all you have to do. Just tell the story. So my favorite part about being in Walking with Bubbles or any show is the fact that I have the privilege of telling the story and I get to connect with audience members and I get to share this story what on stage to a group of people that have never heard it before and touch their lives. I mean, that is incredible to me. I, I am so excited and grateful that I get to do that. Yes. Yeah. I love that answer because that is, that is theater at its heart. That yeah. is theater at its heart. We're, we're storytellers. Well, we now have arrived at my favorite question to ask guests. Ooh, and that okay. is, what is your favorite theater memory? Oh, well, I mean, it has to be my Broadway debut. Ooh, do tell. I mean, my Broadway debut was something that I dreamed about. I can't say I dreamed about it ever since I was a little girl because I didn't know what Broadway was until I watched the Tony Awards when I was maybe in eighth grade or a freshman in high school. You know, there wasn't the internet when I was growing up and I lived in Ohio. So I, I didn't know what Broadway was. So I always knew that I wanted to be a movie star or an actress. My mom tells this story and she says it's true. I, I mean, knowing me, this probably happened, but it's kind of embarrassing that when I was very, very little, I was crying in my bedroom and my mom came in and said, you know, Jessica, what's wrong? And I turned to her and I was crying and I just said, mom, I just got to act. <laughs> I mean, I guess that happened. I don't remember it. But so once I realized there could be a Broadway, that was my goal to get on Broadway. And when I made my Broadway debut, I was in the Broadway show Cats when it was at the Winter Garden Theater. And I was the standby and I was only, I was doing someone's medical leave. So I was only scheduled to be there for, I think, three months, but it turned into a year that I was there and I was there up until it closed. So I was at the, I was on the, in the Broadway original cats, but right before it closed and the stage manager came up to me and said, you're going on, you know, like next week or something. And I remember I just got tears in my eyes. My family came up and to make your Broadway debut singing memory is pretty dang amazing. <laughs> and Memory was also the first song I ever learned how to play on the piano. So it just was so much and um, I'll never forget it. It was magical. It was magical. And I feel so grateful that that's how I got to make my Broadway debut. It's playing Grizabella in Cats. That is incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Thank you for sharing that amazing memory. Can I tell you a fun fact? Please do. So fun fact, I'm the only person in the world who was in the Company of Cats, the original Broadway production, the national tour, 
and the Broadway revival. I have seen you then. Yeah. I've gotten the pleasure of getting to see you because we saw the revival. We had a friend of ours in it. Well, as we wind up everything, are there any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline for you that we might be able to plug? Not yet. I mean, I can't wait till you plug Walking with Bubbles, going to the West End, Walking with Bubbles on Broadway, and Walking with Bubbles, the HBO series. I'll let you know when that happens. I'm just going to speak it into existence because I spoke this show into existence. I will tell you, I started writing my next play yesterday, but I don't want to talk about it yet. It's in the infancy. We'll learn more shortly. But I've been thinking lately am I going to write another play? And then it just, boom, hit me hard. And I was like, I am. And I know what it is. So I started yesterday. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I'm so excited. Thank oh, you. I can't wait. Because as we head into my final question, I know I'm excited about the show. And if our listeners want more information about Walking With Bubbles or about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do that? I am, I am an open book. You can DM me on Instagram at Jess Hendy. I have a website, jessicahendy.com. You can, I'm on Facebook still because I am of that age. (laughs) I'm on Twitter, although I'm basically a voyeur on Twitter. I don't really post and yeah, I'm very, I'm very accessible and yeah. I can't wait to hear from everyone and come to the show. I come out into the lobby. You can talk to me anytime. Yes. You don't just have to see her on stage. You can meet her in person. That's right. (laughs) Jessica, it has been an absolute blast speaking with you today and learning more about this incredible show, Walking with Bubbles, and just about yourself. So thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me here. It was truly my pleasure. And um, I just really honestly want to thank you for giving me and the show this spotlight on behalf of myself and my writing partner who did the lyrics and music, Brianna Katari Barnes. We truly, truly thank you for this spotlight. It means a lot. Oh, it's our pleasure. This is a wonderful show you have and you should be very proud of it. So thank thank you. you. My guest today has been the star of the show Walking with Bubbles, Jessica Hendy. And you can catch Walking with Bubbles now through June 18th on a Friday through Sunday schedule at AMT Theater. Get your tickets and more information by visiting walkingwithbubbles.com. You can also reach out and follow Jessica on several social media points as well as her website which we are going to be posting on the episode description and on our social media but in the meantime go get your tickets especially for sunday june 4th that is going to be stage whispers night at the theater although it's a matinee but make sure you join us at amt theater for walking with bubbles that's going to be sunday june 4th come and say hello to us come and say hi to jessica If you can't make it, that's fine. There's lots of shows between now and the 18th of June to catch Walking with Bubbles at the AMT Theater. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you.
If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.